Hello and welcome to the Can You Hear Me podcast. I'm Mr. Worldwide and I'm here with Popo. Hi everyone. We've been gone for far too long and I think we've even forgotten our names because we've just been using these names to play games online. And then here's Mr. Worldwide who keeps winning every single game. Oh no, you're Jaffa Cake actually. I am. Popo is my, um, what's that, Steam Mm. Steam name for those who want to play against me and um, mm. win some ego, ego We could ego use boost. a third player on Catan because most of the time we're just playing against the AI. Yeah, but you know, Amrit's been playing loads with us. Mm. But he's also so good, so... Yeah, but he gets emotional. <laughs> but I've been I've become I've started becoming like that too. I was so mad at you yesterday for winning <laughs> that I had I needed a rematch and when? I wanted to go to bed having won a game against you. I've never seen so, you get so angry as when like that when that eight got rolled for like the fourth time in a row. You just God. screamed. Yeah, yeah. I was getting that wheat. <laughs> I needed those sheep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've been gone for a while, but it's 2021 now. So we thought, <laughs> why not give it another go? Yeah, I mean, so much has happened in the last month. Are we in the third lockdown now? Mm-hmm. Um, we Christmas mo- was cancelled. Oh, yeah, Christmas was cancelled. It was taken mm. away from us um, two days before Christmas. So we were manically yeah. shopping for Preet's family. And then... Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> when it was the shops were about to close and we were just running around. Yeah, like I actually crazy. don't know why we were doing that because Christmas was cancelled anyway. But we... We didn't know until mum... Mum... Is the official counselor of Christmas? <laughs> Boris can say what he wants. Really, when Mum says it's over, then it's over. Yeah, so we just ended up um, staying at Preet's and cooked up a storm. Mm. We, I think, we spent nearly six hours cooking. Yeah, and Christmas just, was basically just cooking. Yeah, and then just spend the next few hours eating and drinking wine. So yeah. it was loads of fun. It was. It was good fun. And then we moved flats, and now we've moved in together. And that's mm. it was a big change, so we took about three weeks just getting used to it. And so podcast, although it has been in front of our mind, we've just not been able to sit down and do it. So we do apologize for those of you who have been asking us for when we're going to release our next episode. Yeah, you would think living together would make it easier to record, <laughs> but for some reason it's become more difficult. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, this is season four, episode seven, titled He Loves Her, His Family Rejects Her. This was pretty cool. It was personally one of my favorite episodes, just based on how much the couple love each other. They adore each other. There's just so much love coming out. It was was so wonderful listening to um, the two of them just adore each other. Yeah, that's actually a great point. That's not, it's not really been the case in, in some of these other episodes. But this one, they genuinely have have a great relationship. I think um, Esther talks about like there's the love story and the life story, and that's the distinction here. Like the love story between them is amazing, but the life story, which is the context that they're surrounded by, the families, the the history uh, that that they, especially the man has, mm. causes the the issues, um, and that's a lot of the the challenge in this episode and between these two. Yeah, and it's navigating those, which are actually quite difficult to navigate. So we said, yeah, we mentioned um, they have a pretty healthy relationship between the two, but it's the it's the it's the external factors that are really causing the conflict. They met in pretty interesting twenty twenty type of type of uh, circumstances on Reddit. Um, I thought you were going to say dating app. 
No, this is Reddit's even more niche. I think so too. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they were, you know, she was in Brazil and he was in the United States. So, um, that would have to be if that was a dating app, you'd have to put your settings to like five hundred miles away or something. <laughs> Specifically target to get out of like your country. Yeah. Um, and obviously they uh, they were both married at the time as well, which throws another monkey in the wrench in the situation. And both in pretty unhappy marriages, which is why they were on a Reddit thread, which I think was in relation to unhappy marriages. Mm. So they had that common ground there. Talked, fell in love on Reddit, I guess. (laughs) And then um, both were also working on, you know, dissolving their, their relationships that they were in so they could be together. Yeah. The woman did not have children in her first marriage. No. The man does. Two kids. Yeah. And so they both left their their significant others and and she flew to the States on a whim, basically, <laughs> to meet this man who she's been talking to on Reddit. Yeah, so she's never met him before that, I think. I don't think so. Maybe FaceTime Probably, or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and by all accounts, they're very happy together. But you can imagine that some of the circumstances caused some worry, you know, with especially in the man's family. I think the mom had some issues with the fact that Firstly, I guess the initial divorce uh, with, with with his wife and two kids, mm. and then marrying a woman from another country who he's never met. Uh, she definitely had some issues with that, and I think more than just her, some of the, uh, the other members of the family as well. So that's where where they are when they come to Esther. Basically, um, there's they they talk more about how those about the sort of specific instances of how those relationships have really caused her a lot of issues. Mm. Uh, and how they've also some of them have got better over time but um they're really there to kind of resolve some of those things so so the first theme i wanted to talk about was um kind of how it's hard to work between two people pleasers and i think um would you say you're a people pleaser yeah definitely really yeah but then again like i feel like everyone would say they're a people pleaser Mm. and then we can't all be people pleasers (laughs) Surely. Yeah. There needs to be some selfish people as well. I don't know. Maybe I'm not a people. How do you really know if you're a people pleaser? Well, people pleasing is not necessarily a selfless act. Mm -hmm. So so I don't think they are not selfish. Mm. Um, How do you know if you're a people pleaser? There's an example. So today, one of my friends or guy from work texted me like, you know, (laughs) do you want to go for a walk? I really didn't want to go for a walk. But um, he texted me. I, I would like I would have found it difficult in that situation to say no. Mm. So I just said yes and then went on the walk. But is that is that people pleasing? Kind of, I think. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't want to go and you still went and you kind of wanted to please him, I guess. Yeah, and it and it causes issues because deep down you didn't really want to go. Yeah. That will always surface, you know, one way or another. And yeah. then you, no one's really having a good time on this walk if you don't really want to go. <laughs> Did right. you not have a good time? No, it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. I'm just saying, I think that's part of the issue with the people pleasing. Yeah. Right? In this circumstance, it's about having kids. So so she doesn't want to have kids, but her reasoning is really a lot of it based on other people she thinks it's going to cause some issues with more issues with you know the dynamics of his family with his other two kids potentially create a child 
time-sharing situation, which would be complicated, create more issues between him and his ex-wife, create some issues potentially with his mom as well. Um, and And those are the things that she's saying are the reasons she doesn't want to have kids, which I think... You know, those are all based on other people. They're not necessarily mm-hmm. her own feelings. Um, his he wants her to have a child, but again, it's it's more about her. It's not less about him. He has two kids, and he's sort of happy not to have any more kids. But he thinks he believes she would be happier with a kid. So they're both on either either ends, but they're both re- both their reasons are for the other person, which just creates this kind of confusion in the situation. Neither one is clear really. What even what they want or what the other person wants? Yeah, and I forget what it is. What, what it was that Esther says they should do to resolve it. I think her her recommendation is that a kid would be important, as, as, have uh, some symbolic importance in their relationship, where it's something that they have together, yeah. whereas everything else. I think would, that's also in the context of the fact that she had moved to another country. Mm. And everything's so foreign to her. English, again, was, would not be the language she would speak if she was in Brazil with her family. Um, and having that child would be one, one of the ways in which she could actually connect to being in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Which I don't know if I agree with, to be honest. Um, it's probably just a suggestion. I think, yeah, I think it is a suggestion at, you know, at that point. She mentions, she talks about the self-sacrifice dance between the two. You know, I think it's interesting. Like, that that's what they're both doing. They're, they're saying, I don't want this, or I do want this, but the reason is for the other person. And they're, and they're, it's almost just who gives up, basically, first. is going to lead to the result of them having a kid or not having a kid. Mm. But that's, you know, that, that's probably not the best way to determine whether to make such a big decision. <laughs> So I thought that was I just thought that was interesting. Like uh, I think if you're a people pleaser and you're in a relationship with another people pleaser, I think you could probably relate to the, some of those circumstances, even in like things that are less important, kind of petty things like, okay, where should we go for dinner? Yeah, you might suggest something you think that the other person likes, and the other person might be suggesting something that they think you like, and you guys can't really come to a decision because of you're both trying to sacrifice in a way for the other person yeah they're both such givers but then again you don't want to be in a relationship with someone who in in a relationship with a give and take like you're a giver they're a taker i think there needs to be a balance of give and take in each of us Mm. so we're both not just giving or taking all the time as in me and you (laughs) yeah can you take less please (laughs) i can can take some more (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you're definitely right no no 100 percent. yeah you don't want someone's natural like behavior to be just taking and again you don't your behavior shouldn't always be giving as well it should be a balance and it's like an energy like that flows back and forth right you should sense it when the other person's done something for you it might be your turn to now do something for them. Yeah. And, and it just goes like yeah. that. Yeah, and not out of obligation, I think. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, I agree. So the second theme I wanted to touch on was around um, the, uh, it really um, stems from the conflict between the the mother of the from, of the man mm. and and the man and and the wife. So this, this kind of triangle relationship is kind of interesting where... Um, the mother's had issues with with the with the wife. You know, feels like she's been a bit of a homewrecker. I think from her perspective, and 
that's a lingering feeling that's been there and 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 obviously it's affected the wife uh, badly and negatively and she's been she's really upset and distraught about it um but i think those and and, and i think over time those things have started to heal a little bit but it's still there and it still lingers in the relationship and really how to best address that i think they they skirt around you know dealing with it head on by saying things like you know the the man says he doesn't want to address it with his mom because he thinks that there's been progress he doesn't want to Mm. um jeopardize that progress um and also the woman says she doesn't want him to bring it up because she doesn't want to you know create any conflict or anything she just kind of wants to sit quiet and hope it all goes away yeah and all of which is really understandable because you know you'd rather that than go headstrong and ask mom why are you doing that you're being mm-hmm. disrespectful to my wife and in a way that's actually disrespectful um to me as well mm-hmm. um but it's a it's a really difficult conversation to have and yeah so i the quote that really stuck out to me that she said is uh, reparative justice requires overt acknowledgement, which basically to me means, you know, you need to really bring this out explicitly into into existence, basically. You know, you can't just lie under the surface and hope that over time it improves. It really needs to be stated by the man to his mother that her um, actions and effects have really impacted him and his wife and and I think one of the key things here as well is that he acknowledges it from his perspective and not from his wife's perspective and and sometimes that can be difficult to do it's easy to hide behind someone else and something else mm. um but really the way that that's the way to address it and that's the way that it takes onus off of her as well it makes her because she shouldn't be the one that feels like she's causing an issue here and it shouldn't be her being upset. That's the reason for the conversation. It's it should be him being upset, and it should be because that her mo- his mother's been wrong and, and been causing harm through her actions. Yeah, it must be so hard for the woman. I mean, she says it many times, but she's deprived of her family and the culture and her twin sister who lives in Brazil, and she's moved across to be with the love of her life, and he loves her, but. His family rejects her. Mm. And I can't imagine how lonely she must feel in the entire experience, not being able to do anything about it. Mm. Um, totally, totally, yeah. I think um, she's made a massive sacrifice. And she, no, okay, in the end of the day, no one forced her by gunpoint yeah. to, to do this. She did, she made her own decisions. But at the same time, in order to enable this relationship to even um happen she had to make massive sacrifices in terms of you know moving i'm sure he was not gonna commit to moving to brazil and living with her and and doing all of that like she had to do that and there was incredible sacrifice involved in that and um that actually brings me on to the the sort of final thing i wanted to talk about around how in instances like this and often not even to this scale where someone's moving country but someone could be moving into another person's household and that's really common in a lot of families where you know the wife will join the husband's house right yeah Um, becomes part of the fact that family there's a sacrifice there and that creates a dynamic of there's there's a giver and a receiver and and in oftentimes i think that's something that isn't really acknowledged and it needs to be to be honest um because um because of the stresses and strains that puts on the on the giver, right? They've literally left their, in this case, left their homeland, left everything behind, 
Yeah. They've come into this environment which is really like toxic in many ways and yeah, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be toxic. It could just be a new environment, which you've yeah. moved into a completely un- unknown sort of... Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't... Yeah, definitely, even if it was a healthy environment, it'd still be a difficult situation. <laughs> I mean, it's even worse in this case. Yeah, toxicity would probably make it worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, there is responsibility on the receiver in that in this in this sense to be kind of attuned to that. And grateful and, and the facilitator of relief for the giver in, in any way that they can, I think. And that's kind of hard in some ways because if you're the receiver, you don't necessarily think about it because you think, okay, it's, you know, it's 50-50 relationship. It's, it's give and take. We just talked about that earlier. You know, there's give and take, but you kind of have to acknowledge that even above all of the day to day things, there is this massive sacrifice that's been done and you need to you potentially may need to give more to to kind of ease that transition and that facilitation and it's and it's probably something that's going to happen over years but you kind of need to do that esther has a few suggestions around you know why don't you just play kind of brazilian music in the house (laughs) you know (laughs) like don't like small things can make a big difference yeah yeah i can only imagine how um it would have felt for my mom so she got married when she was really young And my dad at the time lives in another country, but they got married in India and my mom moved to go live with my dad. And Mm. she was really young. She was 18. Um, So so I remember having conversations um, quite often, actually, I still do with my mom and ask stories to tell me stories of how she felt at that age, Um, you know, the sort of emotions and um, feelings that she was going through to, to just do it. And she said, I don't know I was just really young I don't think I thought about it too much my my mom and dad said they found me a suitor and um you know I I agreed to get married and at the time obviously arranged marriages are have, have been really common it still continues to be it must have been yeah incredibly difficult for her you would think yeah I think she I think I, I have some stories where she said um, when she first got married and she moved to go see my dad's mom and spend some time there she was she just looked around she was like you know my they're all of my dad's brothers she she was just so awkward and she didn't know who to speak to and she was just really emotional and she really missed home and and I can imagine how awful it must have been for my mom and and obviously my dad would have been there to support her but it's still really hard, and especially when you're so young. I guess back then my mom didn't recognize or sit down and think about how she must have felt and how to navigate those feelings. It just was, and she just had to get on with life and do it. And I'm sure in her situation, having us helped, because she was in a foreign land, she had to teach us Arabic, and it was getting her closer to the country um, Yeah, that she was foreign to. Yeah, and that gave her something that was that was hers. That belonged to her, and yeah. that kind of relates to this episode as well. No, I think I think you're so right. Like it, it's kind of just like moving from one tribe to another, and like if the tribe that you're entering is really supportive and empathic towards the fact that there's someone completely new coming in, then that can make it so much easier. And and then I think things can work quite smoothly. If they're not for whatever reason, or if they're actively hostile, then obviously it becomes so much more difficult. Okay, so that was our take on Season 4, Episode 7. Um, I'm sure there'll be more coming very soon now that we're back on, uh, back on the horse of this 
Is that the right phrase? <laughs> Never heard that before. You know, like you get back on the horse. People say that, and you know, if you like, you're riding a horse and you fall off. Yeah. That you know, it's like it's like get back on the horse, mm. and then you're back on the horse. Mm. Like, don't just give up. Be like, oh, that horse doesn't like me. <laughs> don't project feelings, you know, and emotions on the horse. No, we didn't fall off any horse though. Well, in a metaphorical sense, when we stopped doing, we haven't done it in a few months, there was a horse. (laughs) Well, actually, we did try once and we recorded this episode, but it was just so hard. It was an absolute struggle to... No, it's mostly you. (laughs) It's mostly me, I agree. Oh, that was bad. It was, it really was. I mean, you'd ask me questions like, so how, how are you feeling now? And... And I just had nothing to say. <laughs> it was just nah, it really just difficult. You. It yeah. was a bit stiff. So then we stopped it, but we didn't think it was going to be a pause for more than, what, two months? Mm. So, yeah. But we're, we're going to get back on track and we enjoy doing this, but we just want to make sure it doesn't feel like work and we're actually enjoying it when we do it. Mm. Um, and we were in the mood today. Okay, cool. Well, we'll be back soon with another episode from everyone's favorite podcast <laughs> hopefully homeboy in brazil is still listening <laughs> well also the other thing is i don't know if we've said it in our previous episode but pre posted um on reddit um on an esper or is it is it called a thread on reddit <laughs> i'm so bad with this yeah <laughs> and he said that we've we've you know parv and i we're creating this um podcast it's out there here's a link um go ahead listen to it and we got some comments and people who've listened to it and given us some constructive feedback mostly they said they've loved it and mm. um, and they've also given us suggestions of the episode that they'd like us to listen to, um, which we have actually listened to, and they're just so complicated. Um, <laughs> we need some time to think through it, but we promise we will be releasing those. So thank you so much for listening to us. It really means a lot. Yeah, it really does. It really does. So thanks, everyone, and we'll be back soon. Bye, everyone.